I'm Tony. And I'm Rob. This is Flicks Worth Watching. Where we watch flicks. And let you know. If they're worth watching. New year. Happy New Year. New year. New me. We're back. Yeah. And Rob was just telling me how he's so stressed out with freelance work. (laughs) That this podcast probably won't come out until next week. <laughs> I've got I've got four videos to do, but I'm also busy like at my day job. Yeah. Day, day jobs. They're, they're for the week. And speaking of weeks, this week <laughs> we watched a movie by my favorite, least favorite. No kidding, he's not my least favorite director. It's a director that you should like. If people knew you were into comic books and they knew you were into movies, they yes. could do simple edition and, and be like, oh, you must like you must this like guy's movies. All the renditions of DC movies that yeah. he's done that have done so well in theaters. And, yeah. No. Okay. Ah, we watched uh, Rebel Moon. What's it about, you wonder? So did I. When a peaceful settlement on the edge of a distant moon finds itself threatened by the armies of a tyrannical ruling force, a mysterious stranger living among its villages becomes their best hope for survival. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Starring the one, the only first person. No, I've seen her. No, uh, Sophia Botella. Yes. 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 Digimon. Oh, actually, Sophia Botella plays Cora. The name of my dog. You can't name a character Cora. You can't. You, you can't do it. You think it's too big? Not everybody. Yeah. Not everybody's seen Avatar. A lot of people have seen Avatar, and I feel like a lot of people Av- that have seen <laughs> Avatar will also be interested in this movie. Yeah, right. What if it's just the name though? This is an old. Cora script, is not a common enough. This is name. an old script, isn't it? Is it an old script? I've heard some rumors like a Star Wars thing. He was like in line to do a Star Wars movie, and so he wrote a Star Wars movie, mm. and then when they said no thanks, then he had to adjust it. Well, thank God that didn't happen. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so he would have saved the genre just like he did DC. <laughs> <laughs> Digimon Hansu plays. You can give him a chime. Titus, I was about to. Okay. I'll try to get his name out there. Lots of chimey chimes in this movie. Ed Skirin. Also, <laughs> I think his name is Ed S K R E I N. Ed Skirin. Okay. Ed Skrein. All right. Plays Atticus Noble. Michael Holzman plays. What else has he been in? I want to say he was an Alita. Okay. You know, Battle Angel? Battle Angel. Didn't see it. That's a great movie. Is it really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, it's a Rodriguez film, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Man. Anyway. Oh, he just stopped liking Rodriguez. Did you discuss Spy Kids? And... No, I don't it, care it, about Spy Kids. It hurt you. Fine. It hurt no. you. Did it hurt no. her a little inside. He's like, fucking Spy Kids. No, what hurt me was uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico hurt me. Yeah. That was a long awaited sequel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was so pumped because Desperado is like one of my favorites mm-hmm. from back, you know, back in the day when they're finally coming out with the sequel. I was like, oh, yeah. It's going to be good. And it wasn't. No. 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 Michael Holzman plays Gunnar. I think I already said that. Bay Duna plays Nemesis. Ray Fisher plays Darian. Charlie Hunnam plays Kai, who I think looks normal, but people like him. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this movie. He doesn't. Lo- he looks very normal and run down in this movie. Yeah, they, yeah. They did a good job making him look like a rugged, yeah, thief smuggler guy. Yeah. On Solo. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins plays Jimmy. He's a the robot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Staz Nair plays Ter- Tarak. Tarak. Dinosaur hunter. Yeah. I mean, I give you that movie was a shape. Oh, dude, he was <laughs> like zero percent body fat. Yeah. Well done, sir. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> he was a shape. You, you know, he was like, "Hey, I know you're Zack Snyder. I'm gonna be in this movie. I want to get on the 300 workout regimen. Like, right. Whoever <laughs> you had for that, <laughs> right? Put me on that, and I want to be on it because d- he looked like yeah, no, he was just out of Sparta, bro. Yeah, you know, he was in shape. Oh yeah, 
Fra Frothy <laughs> is his name. Played plays uh, Bel- Belisarius. Uh, Cleopatra Coleman <laughs> plays Devra. She's one of the rebels, rebel queen, the rebel leader lady. In Gavar, Sigurdsson plays Hagen. Corey Stoll mm-hmm. plays Sindri. And that's it right there. Okay. Written by. Oh, probably. Okay, now let's see here. Written by. Written by. Well, Zack Snyder, obviously, but I'm sure he had help. Written by Zack Snyder, Kurt Johnstead, and Shay Hatton. Okay. Kurt has done 300, Act of Valor, Atomic Blonde. Shay, he has done John Wick 4, Army of Thieves by Zack Snyder. Day Shift, I know we did last summer, TV series. Army of the Dead, John Wick 3. Well, this is the point of the podcast where we spoil the fuck, the shit, the... Out this movie, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're worried about spoilers for Rebel Moon, then put the podcast on pause and check the show notes description where you'll see a time code you can jump to and you can hear whether or not Tony and I think this movie is worth watching. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel and search up Rebel Moon Review and see a quick little spoiler-free review there for you. And then come on back because we're going to go through the movie and yes. ruin it. <laughs> Ruin it. We're gonna ruin it. So I had a guy complain, Fish. He was pl- complaining at uh, a bar that he's like, oh, you ruined this movie for me. Yada, yada, yada. I forget what movie it was. Okay. And I'm like, bro, we say in the podcast, like, before you start listening, well, you know, I just uh, <laughs> well, I didn't know you were, I didn't know you were really gonna ruin it. Your dad had told me I was in the podcast, so I kind of went and listened to that podcast, so I did. I didn't know I was gonna watch the movie. I'm like. Hey, man, that's why we put the warning in every episode. That's why the warning's there. That's why it's there. It's also the title of the damn episode. So Yeah. (laughs) It's not like you're going to get blindsided. Right. Oh, fuck. He was dead the whole time. (laughs) Rebel Moon. Opening. Anthony Hopkins voice here. Yeah. And the mother world. (laughs) How does Hopkins sound? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So this group is called the mother world? These are space Nazis, bro. The motherland. Yeah. I hated the way this movie started. I hated it. It's five minutes of dialogue, and all we see is a shot of a ship. Coming through, like, a portal? Yeah, it comes through, like, this warp portal somehow. We don't explain it. Mm -hmm. And then it just sort of, like, is flying through space while Anthony Hopkins narrates this fairly compelling plot of Mm -hmm. there was this home world, and they took over everything. It's the Empire from Star Wars. They were malevolent rulers-ish, right? And then the king gets assassinated and then it sort of plunges into chaos, yeah. and then they start just trying to fuck everybody up yeah, and take over everything. Well, they were already kind of like, so they get yeah, the players out of resources, they were kind yeah. of taking over shit. Yeah. And then the king, the, the, the queen, and the daughter were all assassinated, and then a senator rose up. Show me this shit. Show me. Show me in a couple of shots, yeah. right? Let me see some settlements of them taking over. Let me see some battles. Let me see... Mm. Who the king and the queen are. We we see them later in the movie. Yeah. You were there. You set up. It's not like we didn't bother to shoot anything of the mm. king and the queen. While you're there, get a few shots to throw in the beginning. It, it's just very word word lasagna, and we don't see anything but a spaceship flying. Yeah. And, it, and it was like not impactful at all. Yeah. You see flashbacks of the war. You mm. see flashbacks of them taking over and how they were and the king and the queen. Like there all that stuff was there. You probably have plenty of shots that didn't make it into the final film. Yeah. Throw some there. Mm-hmm. Eh, man. Bummed I me agree. Out. It's like just cut just cut it together. Yeah. You do it, Rob. <laughs> take scenes from the movie, take the audio. I could. I, I, oh, I totally could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. Yeah. Make make the better opening. But he wanted it to be like Star Wars. And Star Wars opens up 
the, the original one. Yeah, yeah. On just a ship flying through space. Mm-hmm. But we don't get, I mean, you get that text scroll. Yeah. Which was a thing of the time or whatever. Yeah. But like, you also don't need it. You could just roll the ships flying through space. Boom, we're into the action. Mm-hmm. And that's it. After the uh, the lengthy <laughs> intro, we come upon Cora and she's like out there like towing the fields. Is that what it's called when they drag the thing behind the, the I horse? I don't know. Plowing the fields? Plowing, towing? I don't she's- know. Anyway. Yeah, she's farming. Um, They're in like a small little farm town. Apparently this grains, their export, and their... It's rice. I, I don't guess. Know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So and they're like, oh, it's this grain, right? Could be space wheat. Space weed. Space weed. <laughs> Our crop we only got so much. <laughs> they're having like a little town party because uh, one of the guys, town guys, Dan, who apparently... Core is kind of like flirting with a lot. Yeah, a little will they, won't they kind of thing. Yeah, it's, it's caught like an elk or something. I don't know. And then they're like, this is the first time they had fresh meat in a long time. It's the town celebrating. Sendry is the town leader. Yeah, Sendry. Okay. And he's like, hey, you know, let's, we're thinking for this meat. Let's plan for the harvest and all. Let's have an orgy. Yeah. <laughs> and Core's I like, liked how the town was, it's a very like Viking type yeah, looking yeah. town mm-hmm. like it's not I, I i appreciated that about this movie about how it they took lots of different architecture styles and clothing styles and stuff and kind of mashed it all together yeah in sci-fi which i thought worked pretty well yeah now the cg of the backgrounds oh yeah was terrible it's 300-esque it but not good though like yeah you can tell this movie did not have the budget or the special effects department of 300 because like it just didn't work the same way yeah no i agree the, it just felt like they're the, on a fucking set yeah with yeah. a giant green like, screen because the one way they're shooting is fine where you get the hill and it goes up into the town but every time they cut to the reverse of the giant planet in the background mm-hmm. like it just it didn't feel right mm. it didn't feel right yeah concept art probably looked pretty sweet probably the execution just didn't hold up mm-hmm. for me so core does not want to participate in the orgy so she goes back to her mm. home that's what i would be <laughs> that's what i would be <laughs> the the viking home the viking orgy. <laughs> uh hey. sarah get your tunic <laughs> <laughs> we're going to the viking orgy we're going to the viking orgy. get your axe uh, they go back. She goes back home. Her uh, it's like a father figure. Hagen's there. He found her by a crash. Was ship. that Sting? No, I just said his name was like Irgrid Singer. Oh, uh, okay. He looked like Sting. That motherfucker <laughs> looked like Sting. Is that Sting's real name? Is that Sting? I don't know. He's gonna sign us out. Or play us out. I'll be watching you. What's it supposed to mean? Sting's play us out. We'll do it. We'll do it. No, I'm kidding. We'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, Hagen's there, and he talks about you know how she you know needs to be part of the town and she she courts Dan, you know, cuz she can solidify her home and uh next day we see the mother world ship in the sky and Cora tries to warn the town that you know they're going to take everything and Gunnar's like uh he's a guy in the town who harvests the grain or is in charge of harvesting the grain and selling the grain and getting rid of it and apparently he's been selling to rebels and they're like we hope they don't find out you've been selling to the rebels Gunnar's like we should try to like you know partnership with these people the mothership and Cora's like no they don't do partnerships they just take everything they take what they want yeah, yeah. so they don't give a fuck he's hopeful she's not because she knows something <laughs> well and wouldn't i feel like if they were a world well not world right they're a universe mm. dominating power mm. it doesn't seem like there's anything that's going mm. up against them right yeah you'd think that that they'd have a reputation that these, right. Don't fuck with these guys. Yeah. Why are all these villagers 
think that these people are going to be good when they they know they're not. Yeah, everybody yeah. should have been scared. So Sindri does not really side with Gunnar. He kind of sides with uh, Korra. We offer them nothing. They come, and uh, Atticus is the main general that gets off the ship. Sindri kind of shows him around. He tries to lie and say they're not doing He's a that. He's space Nazi. Yeah, basically, yeah. I love the costume. Yeah. Love the costume. The space Nazi costume. It was great. Yeah. Come, give me the mother's embrace. Yeah. And like hugs of and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're definitely, like, this whole scene reminded me of Inglorious Bastards, the mm-hmm. opening scene from that. Not executed as well, but <laughs> we remind you it reminded me of it. Yeah. Yeah. So Sindri walks Atticus around, and he's, like, lying to him, saying they don't make much crop. They can't really spare much, yada, yada, yada. This fertile land doesn't produce more? And I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. It looked beautiful there. In order for them to sell me on the, this place is barren and whatever, like, it didn't look barren. It looked like a fucking, no. like, paradise. And they had time to think of a better plan than that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just, just say, we don't use much crap, you know? Like, this Atticus kind of plays along for a while, then at the end, they're, like, in this, uh, in the town hall place. He's like, so, listen, I need to know how I just don't get how you have, this land looks so fertile, how you have no crop. So he asks, you know, who, who's, who's in charge of the crop? And Gunnar speaks up and tries to be diplomatic. Uh, Sindri's really conservative. He likes to serve a little extra just in just in case there's a famine. You know, we may have some despair, you know, yada, yada, yada. Sindri kind of cuts him off. He's like, no, don't speak to him. He knows he does no shit. And then Atticus proceeds to just basically just kill Sindri. Yeah. <laughs> Quickly. He, he actually is going to kill. kill. He's uh, got this, like, club. It's, that, a, it's a fucking uh, leg. Like leg bone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, cast in metal or something. Yeah. A leg of what I don't know. But, yeah, he, he's about to hit. Gunnar with it and then turns to hit Sindri. Yeah. Fucking goes full Negan on the guy. Yeah. The Sindri's wife tries to run to her husband and some guy pulls out a lightsaber and slashes her back. Yeah. I love that. I loved the lightsabers in this movie. Yeah. They're pretty cool. They thought, I, I thought it was a really good take. Yeah. It's a lightsaber, but it's different enough yeah, that yeah. it's cool, you mm-hmm. know? Basically, like these swords like ignite and catch on fire, like yeah. in, in real life. Yeah. Like how they make the lightsabers. Mm-hmm. You seen that video, right? Where the guy made a lightsaber? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's very cool. Like dangerous as fuck, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Don't that. bring that to my house. Don't be. Don't be doing no tricks. With no, that no, shit. no, yeah. no, 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 no. That's how accidents happen. <laughs> After they kill Sindri, they ask Gunnar how how long will it take you to get this crop, and Gunnar goes nine weeks. He's like, cool. We're back in nine weeks. Then we expect you know ten bushels. He's like, we barely can ten thousand bushels. Yeah. He's like, we barely, barely can make twelve. We can't feed ourselves. And he's like, I don't care. I want everything. Yeah. He's like, what do you want from us? Everything. That's what the girls say. Yeah. And she's like, bitch. I told you guys. Yeah. Come on. So Atticus leaves, and he leaves like a little small battalion of troops to stay behind and keep them on track. Then while they're there, they activate this like old robot, which is Jimmy. It used to be like a king's robot. Super cool robot. Love the robot. Spoiler alert. Best part of the movie. Best part of the movie. Why is the robot not in more of the movie? Yeah. Like, he was the best character out of all yeah. the people. Turns out that this robot was part of the king's army. Mm-hmm. And when the king gets assassinated... Because it's just code and AI or whatever, mm. it realized its directive doesn't exist anymore because it was there to protect the king. Mm. And now that the king is dead and all of the power sort of like splintered off or whatever, they just didn't fight anymore. Yeah. So, so now they're just like servant robots. Yeah. So the troops are like, you know, hitting them and shit and the robot won't do anything and yeah, won't fight okay. back. But they're not like damaging it at all. So yeah. it's clear that this thing is like a super strong robot. Mm-hmm. Well, Love the texture like on, on his face, on, on his face. Yeah, it's dude. got this real ornate texture and stuff like that. No, it looked, looked cool. really good. I guess it was a real person. It looked like the mocap of it looked really good. Yeah, I think it was. Real. I don't know if it was like a guy in a suit, but there's a guy that played the robot yeah. body. So yeah. I'm assuming like I'm you hoping that you he... can tell the way it moved and some of the 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 motions of it. Like they were. Th- yeah, it wasn't just a CG. Yeah, dude. There's that one guy, Doug, that's all skinny. Gets this and everything. I forget his name. Doug Jones. Okay. Okay. Abe, Abe Sapien and 
Hellboy, and he's yeah. like the guy in Pan's Labyrinth. He's like, it wasn't him, but yeah. he's always like one of those characters. The robot Jimmy ends up taking a liking to one of the village girls, Sam. Uh, I don't like the name Jimmy, though. I mean, that's just a fucking weird ass name. It for is a robot. Weird. It is weird. That's what he couldn't call it C3PO, I guess. You know, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. You call him JF5. J5. J5. <laughs> <laughs> Need input. No disassemble. No disassemble. <laughs> Uh, I love that movie. But Jimmy takes a liking to a village girl. Her name is Sam because she reminds him of the young princess, Issa, that he used to protect. Uh, he tells her a story of how, you know, Issa was meant to, like, usher in a new age of peace. and How she had healing powers. Yeah, she had magic. She was magical. And, yeah, so then um, Sam makes the robot a little flower crown and walks off. The robot he has a little hope in his eyes. So, yeah, the town plans to basically to work their way through the situation. They're like, we're just going to work extra we're, hard. We're just work hard. So they, they need us. And, they, the, they, and they'll see how good we are. Yeah. It's like, bitch, you make... 14,000 bushels thinking like, well, they'll only take 10. No, they're going to take all of it. Yeah. They're going to take all of it. No matter what, you need to be thinking some other way. Yeah. So then, and then Cora's like, you guys are idiots. We're, I'm, I'm running away. Mm -hmm. And Hagen's like, he tries to convince her to stay. He's like, when I found you at that ship, I didn't ask any questions. I brought you back here, brought you into our home, our lives. This is your home now. You need to help protect it. And she's like, nah. And then he's like, well, help. Well, how do you find some warriors to fight this town? We make the grain. It's rice, like Seven Samurai. I've seen the movie. I know. This is fucking Seven Samurai, bro. Yeah. There's seven of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've seen some Samurai. Just, we have rice. I'll offer them rice. Yeah. And they'll come back and they'll fight for and us. They'll, and they'll defend the town against the bandits. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. God, Zach. Zach. What, a, what a great story oh, you wrote. Oh, my God, dude. I was. I think that was the most disappointing thing about this movie mm -hmm. was the storyline. The acting in it's fine. The special effects are fine. The costumes are really cool. The lore is kind of cool. Yeah. But the fucking story, bro, as soon as they're like, we got to gather warriors to defend the village, I was like, no! And, and their main export was a grain. Yeah, like, I was like, this is just Seven Samurai. This is seven Samurai. God. I guess he's hoping that no one's seen it before. Yeah. Okay, here we go. He's, yeah. She's going to go and meet. She's going to recruit her band of misfits to come and fight. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's not what I wanted out of this movie at all. Yeah. Ugh. It happened. Nighttime. Now, Sam, the, little, the girl, reminds uh, Jimmy of Issa, is out getting some water. And, of course, the troops want to rape her. Immediately we get into raping. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Goodness gracious. Man, in day one, day one, yeah. we're raping people. Yeah, yeah. Damn, space Nazis. So Sam actually caught one of the troops, ah, younger troop. I didn't get his name because I really don't care. But he took a liking to her. And he was going to, you know, do it the normal way, you know, talk to her, <laughs> you know, try to court her. Be nice. Be, be nice. Maybe, yeah. Maybe go on a date, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm going to be around here for at least nine weeks before we murder you all. Yeah, yeah, So, you know, there's time. Yeah. I've got some time. We're going to take you with me back. Maybe I'll convert you to come back on the mothership with me. Maybe. You know? Yeah, maybe. Who knows, but. Yeah. No, the, no the, raping the leaders immediately. Well, raping. not him. The leaders, though. Yeah, we need to rape her. Yeah, more so, than one. Yeah, is immediately like yes, rape. That's what we're doing. <laughs> right. Just what the, the fuck, immediately. dude? Messing with the villagers, asserting your dominance. Yes, but why are we going immediately to rape? Uncalled for. I get one guy. Just every troop. Was every like, troop. Let's was get like, into this. Yeah. Let's. let's yeah. What? We're all gonna take turns raping this girl. Yeah. Like fuck. Not only only one. Only one kid was like, guys, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is fucked up. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like. <laughs> I would have been more okay with it if more of the guys were, were un like uneasy on. Un yeah. Like, not into it. Like, 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 Oh yeah, here we go. It's my turn. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be fourth. I know I'm going to be fourth. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, we're like, really? Hey, Captain. And it's like, shut the fuck up. I'll kill you all. Like, yeah, right. And I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, like, yeah, I, I, got, I shut the fuck up. You yeah. know, like that's different, but I was like, it was not like that. Yeah, yeah, Everybody no. was into the raping. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Which I don't understand. No. So they, the, the captain guy takes him back, takes her back and, 
you know, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do it first. Blah, 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 blah. And he was like, and then make the boy watch. <laughs> what in the fuck? What in the fuck? <laughs> so as the girl screaming, Corey hears this and she sees an axe and like a stump or something. And then basically she comes in the barn and yells, Stop. And she has the axe in her hand and the guy kind of laughs at her. And the soldiers walk up to her and approach her with a gun, points a gun in her face, and she goes to slowly hand the axe and he Grabs the axe and then she pulls it back. I'm like, oh shit, it's Here. Zack Snyder time. It's, it's <laughs> slow mo action time. <laughs> Let's slow down the most simplest scene. Oh my God. Like, why are we slowing this down? I don't know, dude. Bro, she should have been shot so many times. So many times. I'm like, why didn't the guy next to her just shoot? Like, the guy, there's two guys with guns pointing at her. Oh my God. She hits, she hits the gun in the guy's hand and throws the axe. Not to mention homeboy the whole time with the girl. He's got the girl in a chokehold mm. with gun to her head. You just bang, Shoot. bang, bang. Shooter. Like he should have been shooting at this girl the whole time. Yeah. But he didn't for for reasons no. because of plot armor. The fight starts and she used the axe to take out the first guard. There's some good moves in there. Yeah, yeah. I will give him credit. There are some good moves in it. Yeah. She takes out the guards. She ends up getting a gun, starts shooting the guards with the gun. Really liked the gun, the way the guns fired and looked yeah. at this point in the movie. Mm. Uh, the good soldier ends up, ends up getting away and getting a gun, kills a guard, and now it's just the good soldier, Cora, the captain guy with Sam holding her, holding a gun to her head. And then Jimmy walks in. Oh, 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 oh what's going on here? <laughs> yes. Uh, this is awkward. And he sees the captain with the gun to Sam's head. And then the captain's like, well, kill, kill them. Kill them. So Jimmy picks the gun up and he holds it sideways, looking at the gun, looking at the captain, and then get a shot of the captain and then he just gets shot in the head. Right, yeah. And then Jimmy's still holding the gun sideways but has killed the captain. He drops the gun and then runs. It's like, oh shit. That's baller. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a robot. He can do the calculation. If yeah, I yeah. angle it like this, I know I'll hit him. Yeah. From here. At this point, I'm still in the movie. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, Cora, go find the robot. That's your first, that's your first warrior. There you go. We don't six do more to go. We don't do that. No, we don't. We don't do that. He said six more to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, five more, counting her. She's one. Jimmy's two, mm. right? Now mm. we got we got the other soldier. The good soldier. The good soldier. Right? He's he's three. We got three right? before we even left the planet. Four more to go, boy. Yeah. That's what I would have done. Yeah. Does she even bother to talk to the robot, Tony? No. Does she bother to talk to the good soldier guy? No. No. What the fuck? So the whole town shows up late. Mm-hmm. You know, just, oh hey, the oh, whole town. All the shooting stopped. The okay, whole it's, town. It's safe to approach now. Yeah, the whole town. They're waiting up. in the wings. They sent the robot in. <laughs> Somebody find Jimmy. <laughs> He's indestructible. Send him in first. See what happens to me. Yeah. Let us know. Report. Report. Yeah. Report back. <laughs> so yeah, the whole town shows up and then Cora's walking and she shoots a guy on the ground because he's moving. And then she goes, We have to fight. We must fight now. And it's like, okay. And then it's yeah. just it's just her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still so next day, Cora plans to go find a general type find the warriors because the, the town can't the fight. rebel. The rebels, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, find yes, find the rebels. So there's a general Titus who defected. Is that the right word for yeah. that? We're basically turned against the motherland. The motherland, and he had his whole troops fight against them, and they end up dying except for him, right? But she wants to get him to lead the rebel party. So she asks Gunnar, "Who are you selling the grain to that was part of the rebel party? Because I want to get him to see if we can find where Titus is at." So Gunnar's like, "All right, I'll go with you to was it Velt or some some place in the moon, right? We'll find this guy." So while on the trip, Kor tells you know Gunnar that the Mother World came to her planet, basically killed everybody on it, and then the General Balisarius found her out in, out in the battlefield and shit, or not bad in town. Basically, she was a young little kid, and she tried to kill him, and she didn't, and he took her in and made her his daughter. Her her out. Yeah, made her this crazy ass soldier, like one of the best soldiers ever in the army, right? Which is not not apparent by the way she fought earlier. I mean, kinda. I don't know, bro. It was cool, but like the best soldier in the army. Mm. Like I don't know. No one's doing better. 
Yeah. You know, there's a guy walking around with a fucking leg as a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the time, she was the best. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Loved the way all of the war scenes were shot. Even though the one scene was like, I call it like the snow scene. Was the like snow a, scene. Yeah. Again, unnecessary slow motion in parts. Yeah. But. Cool uh, slow motion in some parts, unnecessary in others. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like the gun firing looked cool. Yeah. And it's going off and shit and mm-hmm. like sound effects it was brutal it was a war as hell type mm-hmm. moment you mm-hmm. know like lots of people dying on both sides it was scary I yeah mean, it was really well stuff blown up around her yeah. gunshots mm-hmm. flying and shit and like yeah yeah way too much of her just charging into the abyss ah! like with no yeah just with yelling no just running who's she shooting yeah one thing about that too is like the quality of the slow motion looks so good and- yeah Snyder shit, which is why, mm-hmm. like, I think people like it, but looks great. But sometimes it's like, why are we slowing this part? There down? was a shot in the beginning of the movie where she's throwing wheat on the ground, and they slow mo it. Yeah, she's throwing wheat on the ground, guys. Mm-hmm. And two shots, she's throwing it slow mo, and then we cut to the wheat, and it slow mo like hits the ground. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck was that for? And then when the mothership comes, she drops the wheat out of her yeah, brain. yeah. It was like, it looks great, but why are we, just, why are we doing it? Don't we're going to use it in the fight scenes, just tilt for a second. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? It cheapens it if you overuse it. Yeah, this yeah. is going to be four hours long if you keep slowing everything down. Let's mm-hmm. just, just chill out for a second. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So Cora and Ben Kenobi go off to um, <laughs> to Mos Eisley, mm-hmm. and uh, they're looking for you know who he sold the crops to. Yeah, and then as they get to the town, they see a guy being captured by bounty hunters and. Gunnar's like, fuck, that's the guy. That's the guy. So those are the crops, too. And he's like, and then then Cora's like, oh, I know exactly where to go to find out information. And they walk into the fucking, what is it, the fucking Star Wars bar. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Go to the cantina. Yeah, Yeah. that's what it is, right? The cantina. Uh (laughs) There's lots of different aliens around. It looks cool. Uh, It's a lot of practical aliens and, Mm. you know, all kinds of stuff. But yeah, I I was hearing that music. and. Come on, man! <laughs> no, I know. I mean, it's 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 Star Wars Seven Samurai, right? That's what it is. <laughs> like, what is? They that? got the blaster bolts. They got the lightsabers. I mm-hmm. mean, it's it is what it is. You know, what are you gonna do? You see, George Lucas, he copied Hidden Fortress, which was a Kurosawa movie, mm-hmm. to make Star Wars. And so Zack Snyder's like, I'll just copy both of them. I'll copy two Kurosawa movies, <laughs> yeah. and I'll put them in like, one movie. Yeah, yeah, genius. Yep. <laughs> so yeah she goes to the bar the guy walks up trying to tries a proposition like gunar core like fights his guy beats his ass has him leave the bar and then she just yells out loud who knows where general titus is? who knows where general <laughs> titus is and the rebels are yeah like what the fuck are you kidding me right now bro that was so stupid i was like what what the fuck well first off we know number one that there is the mother world who mm-hmm. is the all-powerful, all-consuming... And and Atticus's know. sole purpose is to find the rebels. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So everyone and, everyone and, knows this. And they're in orbit of yeah. this planet. And we just saw bounty hunters leave and mm-hmm. take a rebel. Yeah. Outside of the cantina. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It was so stupid. <laughs> Who's seen the rebels? <laughs> <laughs> this creature that talks was kind of cool. It looked practical. Uh-huh, the little alien brain thing? Yeah, that yeah. was like making... He was like touching tentacles of someone's face like, yeah. in a, like in Independence like Day. Independence Day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Many more. <laughs> that was like <laughs> the alien tells us where Titus is. The guy that Cora beat up in the bar earlier returns to the bar with more people. Apparently, getting your ass whooped. You thought two more guys were going to help? Two more guys help? No. Yeah. Sorry, but fight breaks out, and then Kai is there, which is um, who's that? Charlie Hunnam's character. Yeah. 
And he basically helps Korra get out of the situation. And then Korra goes, I need a ship to get to Pollux. And he goes, oh, I got a ship. I'm a smuggler. She's, doesn't look like much, but she's got to where it counts, kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have to do the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. Right. You know? He's like, yeah, I'm going somewhere, but Pollux is on the way. I can take you there if you want because reasons. Right. Why does he help them? First thing I would ask him, why are you helping me? He's a bounty hunter. He's a smuggler. He's whatever, right? Mm -hmm. They speak one language, which is the Dallas. Mm. Does she offer to pay the guy? Really anything? Yeah. No. No. Why the fuck is he helping? Exactly. Suspicious. You just have him do a little backstory thing, too. Man, when I was on such and such job, the Mother World guys showed up. They stole everything from me. They murdered my crew. Like, fuck those guys. It's even too much. This is a Seven Samurai plot line. All you got to do is be like, hey. I heard you talking about you need to get this, get the Pollux. Yeah. How much is it worth to you? You know, all we have is our grain. I'll take a thousand bushels. Yeah, I'll take whatever it is, right? Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah, right? that's it. Did we do that in the movie? No. No. He just decides I'll to be nice. I'll take you. Yeah. Because I'm nice. I'm a nice guy. Yeah. Fuel is free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even my wife was like, space fuel's got to cost some money, right? <laughs> like, He's flying them all over the fucking universe. Yeah. So they For get free. Yeah. They get on the ship. And the first thing he says, hey. Gotta make a detour. Nope. Off the ship, everybody. Off the ship. <laughs> <laughs> off the ship. I gotta make a stop real yeah, quick. Yeah, hold on. No, no, no. <laughs> like, stranger danger. <laughs> stranger danger. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so, they st- she stays on the ship. Okay. Yeah. He's like, I gotta, gonna stop this place. I got a guy you would love to have in your team. So, as the ship's leaving, we see one of the bounty hunter creatures watch the ship leave. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Big giveaway. That was two on the nose for me, Zach. Two on the nose. Take that shot out of there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh this guy's, he's, he's fucking scamming them. Mm-hmm. So they go to uh, Nevudi. I think it was the planet name. Djibouti. Nevudi. Uh, <laughs> so talk to like another smuggler that's, that kind knows. And he's like, hey, is Tarek still in the back? And the guy's like, yeah, but he owes me money. He has to pay off his debt first. And Tarek's like, yeah, I, I got to pay off my debts. I have to. You know, I could break out of change right now, but I, I pay off my debts. And the smuggler's like, well, listen, I'm, I'm a gambling man. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, here we go. <sighs> This is bad. This is dumb. Right. The money, they, he says, target. 300 seems, grand. Right. Seems like way too much fucking money, right? Yeah. But I let him go for a gamble. Gamble of what? What are we gambling on? And his gamble is like a lose-lose. Well, I think in his mind, he would have a tame whatever the horse, dragon, bird creature is, right? So you break that creature. Now I can fly and whatever. Yeah, I don't know. This guy's the dumbest smuggler ever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. come on. If I train your dog, Rob, yeah. and bring it back to you, the dog is, is trained for me. It ain't trained for you yet. Yeah. You know, you still got to work. Yeah. And now I know the command, but it's just, it still has to trust your ass. Yeah. So, like, you, you got to hang around for a bit to keep, you know, like, mm-hmm. but whatever. So, anyway, if you train this griffin, your debt's resolved, and if you tamed it, it's great. I can I can have this griffin. And if not, all you guys going to work for me. To, to Rock's like, yeah, I can change the griffin. I can tame the griffin. He has no shirt on and doesn't wear the rest of the movie. I mean, fantastic. For, for reasons. Fantastic. <laughs> give, give a little chimey chime for Turok. <laughs> Dinosaur hunter. Right. <laughs> You're looking good, man. Yeah. You're looking real good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look real good. Real, real good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he speaks some different language and, like, you know, says, like, we're both, we're both enslaved. We deserve to be free. Yeah. He's the Native American guy taming the horse. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. He's using the same technique that they mm-hmm. use in Jurassic Park to tame raptors. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> hey. Hey. And uh, he flies the griffin and tames it, basically. And then he gives it to the guy. And as soon as they get in the ship, the griffin kills the guy. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. I mean, I saw that coming. <clears throat> yeah. Like, it's a fucking griffin. I wish it would have been more brutal how he killed the guy. I, I was expecting... PG-13. Yeah, I was expecting a little more something-something. Mm. I feel like this movie... I know this sounds strange, but it would have added a lot if we could have gone, like, an R oh, of rated course. on Easy. this movie. Easy. It 
didn't need to be PG-13. And mm-hmm. I don't think this movie appeals at all to people between the ages of 13 and 17. I don't no. think it appeals to them no. at all. Unless mm-hmm. you're like a super nerd, right? They were also in a time frame where yeah. that shit don't matter. That's true. Yeah. Right? Like, that shit doesn't matter. Like, from PG-13 to R, it's all, like, no one gives a fuck. Nobody cares anymore. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. all you care about is, is it G or, or R? P 13 does matter. But as far as your movie, like, losing credibility to watch, right? Mm-hmm. Your audience, man, for this movie is definitely older. Yeah. Right? It's, it's not It's not 13-year-olds. No. Amp up the fight scenes and the gore mm-hmm. and not, not to an extreme level, right? But, yeah. like, to just a, a more visceral mm-hmm. level. And I think it would have help differentiate it from star wars because star wars is so geared towards a younger audience Mm. and so it stays away from the violence and that kind of thing and i think the brutality that they sort of set up in the lore would be reflected in this movie that way and it wasn't and it bummed me out yeah they leave chorus like i like i like tarak he's a good guy kai do you have any more people that you know he's Mm -hmm. like actually i do um, so they go another planet where they. I know four more people. I know. As it were, <laughs> to bring our total to seven. To have seven. <laughs> Sam, I mean, uh, rebels. Uh, but yeah, they go to a planet where we get no one. Like, it just, just appear in the fucking uh, elevator with yeah. Nemesis. Yep. They're following, following, and like some, they, we skip the introduction at all. Yeah, they're just there with Nemesis, and she's in a rush. They're trying to talk to her, and uh, Kai's like, "Hey, you know, I think your skills will help us out for this this mission we're trying to be on." Yada yada yada. So they go, and he's like down in these fucking mines, the mines of Degas, the mines of Wally. <laughs> yeah, and we see this big ass spider web. Oh, oh no! I knew Rob would hate this. Oh scene. no! And this, oh, God. this large spider as comes as, down. As soon as they walk in and they, we see the wires, I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be a fucking spider, isn't it? It's going to be some <laughs> fucking sci-fi spider, isn't it? Oh, my God. And then they get the little reveal shot where they look up and I'm like, there it is. There's a giant fucking spider thing. Great. Fucking great. It's, yeah, legs are coming down from the sky and then we see it's half humanoid. So it's like a human torso. It's with like, like a, a spider a, ass. Centaur yeah. spider. Basically. Centaur spider. Yeah. yeah. And it's holding a human. But human. it's got way more arms than a spider does. Right. Yeah. It seems that way anyway. Yeah. I didn't count them. I wasn't going to fucking pause at this point. But, <laughs> it yeah. seemed like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's holding a child, and the spider's pissed off because when the people colonize that area, basically is preventing her children from growing, and they're just killing her, killing her eggs. She's crying. So she's stealing their kids, and she's going to steal all the kids. Yes. So that Until way. Until every mother weeps like I have wept about my children. And so Nemesis is like, nah, bitch, and they start fighting. Yeah. You know, and so they fight. And the child's released during the fight. Mm-hmm. Like, he gets dropped. For some reason, he doesn't run. Nope. I'm running. I'm running immediately. Ha, ha. Everybody but the warriors decides to run in and, and, and get the child. Gunnar runs in. We got Tarak. Just watch. This man, this motherfucker just tamed a griffin. <laughs> and he just stands by and goes, huh, that poor kid. They're all just watching. Everybody. As Nemesis. Is struggling a little is bit. Is struggling yeah. with swords mm-hmm. against the spider demon. Now, we know for a fact, number one. Korra has a gun. Korra has a gun. Korra has a gun. <laughs> She's got a big ass gun. A very cool gun. Yeah. Number two, Kai has a gun. We've yeah. seen him shoot people. Yeah. So we got two guns for sure. At least, mm. bare minimum, we got two guns in the vicinity yeah. of the situation. Just shoot the fucking thing. Why why we said no, it's something She's got to do on her. Yeah, it's a certified Yeah, like, but yeah, I'm thinking even when the child fell, like Tarok, you know, they could have ran in and grabbed the kid. Yeah, yeah. But Goodar's good, like, oh shit, and he runs in and does it. Like, yeah. he's probably thinking he said shit because nobody, guys, why are we all sustained? You got guns, get the kid. You yeah. know, like, no. So Goodar grabs the kid and just stays there with the kid. Just now. add more fucking spiders. Add mm-hmm. more spiders for them to fight. Yeah, they go in. They pull the guns on the spider. They're going to get him. Uh-oh, there's two spiders on the side. They stab him mm. in the arms. They drop the guns. Now we're fighting spiders without guns. Mm. There you go. 
nope, we're just going to have all of our warriors just stand and watch. And watch, yeah. This one. With the townspeople. First yeah. of all, I'm not staying there. No. I'm not watching. The townsperson? No. Nope. Nope. Close the door. Nemesis. Four knocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> four knocks. You went out. To, went out four. Yeah. Okay. Shaving a haircut. I'll reply. Okay. No. Yep. So yeah, Nemesis fights a spider. She um has she has her, her lightsabers. So they don't start as lightsabers; they're just normal swords at first. Yeah. I don't know why you wait to turn them into lightsabers. Yeah, the the reveal could happen in the beginning of the fight. Very you know? beginning of the fight. Yeah, you don't want to do this. Yeah, like then okay, but she waits. Some of the fight was fine. I think there was a miss with the spider. Did you notice how she had like her her face kind of like had some cuts up the side and on the middle yeah. bro i was waiting for that shit to split yeah, open yeah. i was waiting yeah. it never happened yeah there's a moment where they're fighting right before the end and before it happened i was just like here comes the part where she slides on the ground and cuts oh, it up undercut, you could see un- yeah yeah you could see it coming a mile away and i'm like it was so fucking lame bro yeah the the whole fight is kind of cool leading up to it and it's like okay I can tell it's coming. She's gonna slide under. She's gonna slide under it. Yeah, yeah and that's exactly what fucking. And nothing happened. happened. No. no. And then the monster spins around and grabs her. And picks her up. Picks her up. And just holds her. And holds her. Her, her. Her neck leaves her sword arms free. Yeah. So she can just stab her in the stomach. Grab her like this. Pick her up. And then your face splits open and you eat her. How much of a twist would that have been? Oh, we're going to recruit people. Oh, one of them's dead now. R, your face opens about to eat her and just fucking court. Yeah, shoots her. Shoots her. <laughs> All right, that was enough of that. You saved my life. Yeah. I will go with you. Yeah. You know? Exactly. <laughs> you yeah. Know? But no. But no. Instead, she double stabs she her. She bicks her up by the neck, leaving her lightsaber mm-hmm. arms free. Yeah. And she stabs her through the chest and it's over. Game yeah. Over. Game over. And she's like, okay, I'll go with you. <laughs> No wonder you're, all your spiders are extinct. You're fucking stupid, spider lady. That's why. So Nemesis goes, now joins the crew. Now they go to Pollux to get... Now, did you notice this one? They go to the planet Pollux, and they go to the big arena that was like the Caster arena. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Caster and Pollux Troy yeah, yeah. from Face Off. That had to be a thing, right? They're also Greek gods. They're not just characters from Face Off. You know that, right? Are there Greek gods? <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Are they Greek gods, really? Caster and Pollux are brothers, yeah. I didn't know that. What are they gods of? I gotta look it up. All right, look it up. Look it up. I want to know. <laughs> Polydeuces is like what they're called together. Twin half-brothers. In Greek and Roman mythology, known, known together as the, the Dioscuri. Mother was Leda. They had different fathers. Caster was a mortal son of Tysmia. And then Pollux was the divine son of Zeus. Okay, yeah. so he's his son. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they're like there. You know, they have like powers and shit. I don't know if they... Yeah, at one time, only one of them was immortal. Okay. There you go. Well, okay, it's a Greek thing. Excellent horsemen and hunters who participated in the hunting of the Cloudonian boar later joined the crew of Jason's ship, the Argo. Argonauts. Okay. Yeah. All right. As the Argonauts, yeah. Face off. <laughs> so it's basically face off. It's not at all that. Uh, you, hey, listen, you learn something new every day. You know, Maybe some more of you out there learn this. Or I'm, I'm just fucking stupid. Whatever. It can be both. Anyway. So yeah. they show up at this giant coliseum. Mm. Lots of other people around, and all of a sudden, they're just there. Here's King Titus, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, here's King. He's a he's a drunk now. This Titus guy, who is impossible to find, who is a wanted man, a fugitive from the motherland. Mm-hmm. We don't know how they met this person that, that introduced them to the king. Correct. At the beginning of the movie, we heard about how he's how hard he is to find, and they just showed up and found him somehow. Yeah, random bar. What the fuck, yeah. bro? R- random bar. Where's Paul? Where's Where's Titus? Yeah, he's on Pollux. Yeah, like this random, this random creature knows, 
And then they show up, and then he's like, here he is, drunk on the street. This is probably the first Zack Snyder movie that would have benefited from another 20 to 30 minutes of exposition (laughs) explaining how to get from this to this. Like, I feel like we rushed a lot of this movie. We do just appear these places really quickly. Yeah. We're here. And here he is. And here he is. Yeah, it's like, what? We're here. Here's Nemesis. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. Don't skip over the interesting bits of how you meet the characters. Yeah. I would agree. It's very weird. Very weird. Oh, man. Yeah. So they find him. He's a drunk on the street. Drunk. They go clean him up. He's like, well, let's clean him up and get him sober. Cora convinces Titus to come, like, come along by, you know, you used to be this great person, used to be XYZ. Bro, when they're cleaning him, the lady's like wiping him down and scrubbing him. Cora goes, enough. Well, no, no, no. I want to be clean. It's not enough. He, he, need, he needs more. He's very, yeah. <laughs> he he's, needs, he's still, he's still dirty as hell. Yeah. He's still very clean you know? and dirty. <laughs> Like, bro, his thighs were fucking huge, bro. Digimon was large. He got on that 300 regiment too, man. Yeah, was like, a, good god. He's, he's, a, he's not young. He's an old man. Not old he's, man, but like, let's look. Look, look how old is Digimon? Let's figure it out. He's got to be pushing. He's 40s. He's 40s for sure. Digimon was born in 64. Oh my god. So he's in his 50s, bro. Oh my god, and he looked like that. He's no a- way. That's impressive, bro. That's so impressive. Yeah. He was in tremendous shape. I mean, his thighs, no joke, are thicker than Cora's torso. Yeah. Like, because she walks over to him, and he's just sort of, like, leaning there. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Dude's almost 60. He's 59. That's incredible, bro. I hope I look half that good at 59, right? bro. I don't look half that good now. No. That's some work. Oh, jeez. Yeah, dude. He was in shape. Crazy shape. He stand, even his arm, he stood up, he was like, leave me alone. I'm yeah. thinking, like, oh, back up, back up, back up, back up. <laughs> yeah. Right back up. Yeah. This man about to go crazy. Mm-hmm. Getting that West African diet. Where's he from? West Africa. <laughs> I was totally joking around. Mm. <laughs> they get they convince him to come. So meanwhile, the mother, the mother people find out who's leading the resistance. So in the beginning of the movie, we murdered the motherland's dudes in the settlement. They go off on their adventure. The motherland didn't check in. No, they they don't have radio calls. They, they are so prideful. They would not believe that anything would happen to their soldiers. Oh, okay. No check-ins? No week? They're going to be gone for nine weeks? Oh, yeah, you guys got it. No problem. I think they're good. They got got time. All right, anyway. Okay. Okay. There's no space communication out there. Um, So, yeah, they find out who's who's leading the resistance and where to locate them in this King Leviticus. You know, I wonder why they pick Leviticus. It's like the not the worst book of the Bible, but it's the one that has all the bad shit. Man can be another man. Don't cut your hair. Don't drink the milk of a yada yada yada. Like it's that oh, okay. it's, it's that one book where like all the rules everybody wants to follow. Mm-hmm. You know, we're here in Leviticus. You can't do this, but it says like all this shit you can't do in Leviticus that people still do. Mm-hmm. Only only pick the homosexual one. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's, don't it. don't eat meat from cloven hoof yeah. creatures. But they, they pick that one thing out of the yeah. book. Yeah, yeah. It also says something about like. Um, Threads like don't intermix threads yeah, together, which is everything we wear. Everything we wear, everything we wear is a blend. So, yeah, it's, of it's, it's that book that people picking the, uh-huh. the, the a la carte book. Is the a la carte book. Yeah. Ah, yes, a la carte. Chapter I, four, verses yes. five through seven. I like to pull. This don't one. be gay. Yeah, no, let's use that one, but don't, don't. <laughs> this one where it affects me. Don't use that one. Take that out of there. <laughs> like, mm. I also love bacon too much too. Let's take that <laughs> one out. Take it out as well. Yes, yes. we're not going to mention that one. Yeah, and this polyester blend cardigan yeah. is way it too feels, nice. Feels great. <laughs> I have to keep that. Yeah, <laughs> don't include that in our things either. <laughs> Cora and all of them go to the Rebel Planet and meet up with the leaders, uh, Devra and Darian, their brother and sister. Uh, Darian agrees to help them with the farmers because he's like, "Hey, I don't want to let any other, you know, planets fall to because we didn't help her." We, right. We because were, if these people found if us, a farmer found us. Yeah. Yeah. Then the motherland is gonna find us. Yeah. So they're gonna find us, right? Which he or she assume they have. 
at yeah. that point, right? Like, I'm just assuming they found me. Mm-hmm. Everyone, like, it's shit. If this farmer found us, they're going to find us, right? They're going to find us. So he should warn everybody there, mm-hmm. hey, we got to move now. Right now. But they stay. They stay. Yeah. So okay. Darian goes to help with his his, his elite crew of eight. And then you know, Devra stays with her army and King Leviticus. And then we cut back and we see that uh, Atticus has showed up at Leviticus' spot and killed everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's talking to Leviticus. And he's like, you know, show me, show me charity, mercy. And Atticus goes, the king was killed because he showed, you know, charity to an outsider, and he's dead now. So here's my charity, you know. And he kills Leviticus. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty brutal scene. And my people have been here for ten thousand years. Uh, yeah. So they just get eradicated. Yeah. By the space Nazis. They've also located Darien's ship somehow. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. Space magic. Yep. Which we find out how they did it later. Yep. Soon. So now they're on Gondavol. Which is like some sort of like trade post. They stop with this trade post. They, uh, Kai's like, hey, grab these great boxes, take them off the ship. And he's like, don't look inside, though. I don't want you guys thinking less of me. You know, and he yeah. hops off the fucking ship and we see the bounty hunter dressed as a worker out there in the dock. From the very beginning of the movie. And we watched his watch ship go away. And, like, and we watched in the beginning of the movie that the, the little box that he had mm-hmm. opened up into that little scorpion thing yeah. to take the guy away. Mm-hmm. And they're carrying those boxes. Similar boxes. Yeah. And I'm like, here it comes. Yeah. Here comes the backstab. So, yeah, they get backstabbed. They do. <laughs> they see the mothership showing up. They're like, fuck, they're here. And then things come out and they capture them all. Atticus walks at the ship and he monologues everybody's backstory. Mm-hmm. Oh, who do we have here? Oh, we have so-and-so. The Prince Tarak from so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. Oh, we have Nemesis, known as blah, blah, blah. And fighting like, shut what the fuck? We don't need this. You could have done this when we met the character the first time. When we met the character the first time. <laughs> don't need this. Like, mm-hmm. show me something. Yeah. You know, who are going to see Nemesis? You don't know who Nemesis is? Nemesis is so-and-so. And he's, he's telling a story. We see some cutbacks of her, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Yeah. You know, Prince Tarak used to be so-and-so. Cut back. He's on the throne. You know, and he runs away. I don't know. Anyway, so he does a walk-around monologue for everybody out there. And then he wants uh, Gunnar to kill. Uh, well, and then we find out that he knows who Korra's character is. Yeah. Which is, what's her real name? Belisaris or some shit. That's, that's, the, that's the general. I know. That's it's a, some sort of name yes, like it's that. like that, though. My dude, my daughter. Turns out that she's like the most wanted out of everybody yeah. because the the guy that raised her, that that captured her, he's like the head of the Mother World Army now. Yeah, and so she's the most wanted out of all of them. Mm-hmm. He has he wants Gunnar to kill him, kill her in the machine, and Gunnar's about to, but he frees her and then kills Kai. Mm-hmm. Kai's going quickly. Yeah. <laughs> So then a fight ensues, and during the fight, every rebel's kind of eventually freed. The choreography here is fucking terrible, Mm -hmm. because I'll set the scene for you if you haven't seen the movie, and if you have, think back, right? So we've got all our seven samurais are captured, and there are villain characters with guns all over the place, right? He frees Korra, and then he kills Kai, and then she starts fighting dudes. All of the other guys could immediately just bip these guys that are still... In the prisons. So I get not doing that. I I thought of that too. I mean, I get why you wouldn't do that because they're not a danger, not a threat, right? You got this person, you got two people now running around fighting. None of those people all, they don't all start shooting her. They don't. They're they're just standing around, like dancing. I I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. There's like 15 guys standing around. And they're also bounties. So you have to be allowed to get their money. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. But no, I do agree. Like, because there's definitely parts in this fight where she's running. Through people, uh-huh. and they're not shooting her. Yeah, she's firing forward. There's guys to the left, and right of her. Yeah, and just like watching her. Oh, there she goes running by as fuck. You know, like that was annoying to see. There's like a guy, one of the stormtroopers <laughs> that can't fire, gets out of a turret inside the ship, start basically decimating Darian's like crew, their ships. 
Um, so Darian like runs up in this thing in slow motion. So it takes it takes forever. And then they're shooting at him because they get the heat missing because of stormtroopers. And he runs up on the steps and he runs and he jumps at the spear, which is another a cool shot, but it's overdone. Yeah, overdone. Yeah. Um, and he stabs the spear through the window and misses the guy. And the guy shoots Darian in the stomach a few times, and Darian pulls it out and then stabs the guy. And as he falls and dies to his death, he hits his lever and it, it, it controls the whole ship apparently. And causes the ship to fall and crash into the dot. And Darian's dead. And then that one girl's like, no, it should have been me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, as it's crashing into the dock, Attic, Attic, Atticus and Cora like, end up running on the other side of the ship. Well, Atticus is on the one side. Yeah. And this giant, how, how tall was this ship? 30 stories? Yeah. Like, it's a skyscraper ship, mm. right? They're on this floating dock that's, I don't know, 100 feet long. And there's different ships sort of docked at it. And this thing starts falling towards the dock now cora sees that at that atticus is on the other side there's the villain guy so she fucking just runs and slides under this ship as it's crashing down i'm just like why wouldn't you just let it crush the guy see what happens yeah let's just see see. see how it plays out yeah no will he survive will he won't he survive he doesn't i I can shoot him from here yeah i don't know yeah we could he's separated all he's got is this little cane thing yeah so. That was the other thing that I f- was kind of stupid is like there were several shots of Atticus like walking around looking angry with his femur club, yeah. but he doesn't have a gun and just bullets are just whizzing by him, yeah. you know, and he's just like, Mah. and like they're like pulling awake, sir, sir, with us, with us, with yeah. us, sir. Yeah. We need to be safe. Why wouldn't that guy have a gun? That guy would definitely have a gun. Oh, yeah. Apparently not. So yeah, she slides over the ship. They're separated, end up falling and like ending up on like this floating like buoy type thing. Mm-hmm. They fight and Atticus ends up knocking Cora off the side. She grabs his chain before she falls. Atticus then cuts the chain. So she grabs her arm now, her hand, and holds on. He uses the chain to wrap around Atticus's leg to pull herself back up. This is fucking crazy. During the fight, Atticus's leg, his leg cane breaks, and she uses that to, like, stab him in, the, in like, the chest. And then she, like, beats him with it, knocks his teeth out, and he falls at the side of the buoy yeah. to the to the water, to the, the abyss. Mm-hmm. So they get all the, all the... It was an all right fight. I mean, it was a yeah. pretty brutal fight. It was pretty cool. Uh, there was some lame stuff. All in all, it was an all right fight. Dude, the punching from her, man, was... Just oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeesh. Mm-hmm. The rest of Samurai get together. Titus gives some speech, even though he really didn't do anything to fight. He was he was not... He was absent in the fight. Him, well, and, him and Tark were pretty absent. Up until this point, I really liked how the guns functioned. I thought that they, they had weight to them. They weren't firing crazy fast. Even the ships. I felt like the, the blasts from the ships, mm-hmm. they were slow but like really powerful mm-hmm. and and i really liked that and in this fight we introduced these rifles that just shoot really fast mm-hmm. all of a sudden like none of it worked for me like it was just way too many shots the re- there was no recoil on the gun mm-hmm. it, it just sort of cheapened the the shooting for me digimon for being a a, a, a super elite general didn't really do anything in no, this fight he didn't was- this would have been the time for him to pull out some crazy tactics yeah, because yeah. that's what we've heard about. Mm-hmm. And nothing. He just sat behind some stuff and shot some dudes. Exactly, yeah. You know? Is, and the core's only one, and then uh, Darian, who died, is the one yeah. who actually did some shit. Right, yeah. 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 It's like, man, that was pretty... Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So he gives some speech about, this is the beginning. This is a... Not just a small battle. This is the beginning of the revolution. You know, We've lit the flame yeah. to ignite the revolution. Yeah, and they say, Gunnar saved them all. Gunnar, you saved us all. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is true, but like, eh. wouldn't have been here, Gunnar, if you wouldn't have sold them a rip. No. <laughs> <laughs> then we go. Uh, they go to the farm back home, and they, it's been ravaged by no, the no, space no, it's, it's, Oh, it's, they it's, have it's beautiful. It's oh, nine, okay. nine weeks, nine weeks. All right. Um, they ride home. It's beautiful, 
And then they, right off in the distance, back towards the farm, we see Jimmy has become Tom Hanks from Castaway. Probably got a rock named Wilson now. Yeah. He's wearing a crown of thorns, mm-hmm. a, or a crown of uh, antlers. Mm-hmm. Now he's got some sort of cape. He has a cane. Mm-hmm. He just looks around and, and walks off. <laughs> I don't know. This robot is going crazy. Yeah. Start killing the town. <laughs> yeah, they come back and he's yeah. murdered everybody. He's wearing their faces. Yeah. Where is Issa? <laughs> I am Issa now. Hello, Cora. I talked to your synthesis taker here. I ate a liver with farfings and that's Gianti. Well, and then and they say something about like, oh, this place is beautiful. Like this would have been a good place to die. Yeah, Tarek says that. Yeah. yeah. She's like, shit, who sucks we beat the general back there because. Yeah. It would have been great to die here. But they went, what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. You're trying to die. Yeah. You're going to work a debt. Mm-hmm. Just to kill yourself, breaking that, then that debt. Then. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. They go back to where the fight was at, uh, the the dock. And we see a ship taking Atticus, Atticus's body out of the water. They put him in some Matrix machine. Mm-hmm. They pull his skull back. They hook him into the Matrix. Yep. Put the Matrix tubes in him. Uh-huh. You know, give him some liquids. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then comes back alive. He goes into the Matrix and he starts talking to Belisarius. Says, hey, I found your daughter. Belisarius is like, you know. Well, keep her alive. Don't kill her. Go find her. They bring Atticus back alive. He wakes up and he goes, Aah! and looks into the camera and then we roll credits. Mm-hmm. That's the movie. That's it. Rebel Moon. Yes. So much potential. Yet, so much potential. But yet lost like a movie. <laughs> ah, yeah. I want to like this movie. Me too. We have a reaction to the trailer. And we do. And I, you can see truthfully that I was hoping for it. Uh-huh. And yeah. So I could say it's worth watching. I think it's cool. It looks, it looks, it looks really good. Story is... a. A B minus for me. The story's a D for me. I think it's a D. Yeah. I think like so. I think it had potential. Just had some. It's been some, done. Some, this some has serious been done. holes. Yeah. I mean, that's why I give it. B. We had Seven Samurai. Yeah. We had yeah. Magnificent Seven, and then we had the remake of Magnificent Seven a couple mm-hmm. of years ago with Denzel and mm-hmm. Chris Pratt, and now we've got Rebel Moon. If you're just now joining us with the review, is Seven Samurai meets Star Wars. That's what this movie is. And not executed to those levels. It's no cure so. We missed a lot of character development in this movie. We missed a lot of logic in this movie, mm-hmm. which is a shame because it looks really cool. It looks good. The costuming is good. Looks the good. lore is good. Mm-hmm. The the environments, for the most part, are, are varied and cool. Not something you typically see out of sci-fi. Mm. But the story fucking sucks, bro. It sucks. Oh, man. When the robot is the best actor in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm getting now. But, no, but the, one of the most the interesting characters character in the movie, yeah. we meet in Act One, and then it's just robots gone. No yeah. more robot. Yeah. Why? That was weird. Yeah, it was super weird. And he's a big part of the cover too. Yeah. In the antlers. Mm-hmm. So you see this cover, and you're like, oh fuck. I mean, he's the and second you, biggest character in the in right. the in the movie poster. Right. And, and you meet him, you're like, oh shit, he's gonna turn and be fucking a fucking dude. Like he's gonna yeah. be, he's gonna be the one. No. No. Not in the movie. Again, another movie that was let down by the script, man. Yeah. Like, I, I was so disappointed in mm-hmm. the story for this movie because it looked so damn cool, and mm-hmm. it could have been. No. It could have been really good. Yeah. Yeah. I said we're watching just for the look of it. If you like Snyder films, you probably like it. If you like Snyder films, you like it. If you don't care about Zack Snyder as a director and you're not like a big sci-fi person, I probably wouldn't bother with it. You know, maybe one part two comes out. Maybe it's better. I wonder what movie they're going to copy for part two. It's <laughs> I, just a shame. I give it a five. Okay. I also gave it a five. IMDb gave it a 5.6. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes. The audience gave it a 5.9. The critics were not drinking, so they gave it a 23%. A 23. Oh, <laughs> damn. I don't know how Zack Snyder, at this point, keeps getting movies. I, I don't know how. I'd agree. He must have dirt on somebody. 
Name me another director that has directed five fucking garbage movies in a row and still gets big budget movies. Mm-hmm. How is it fucking possible? I don't know. This next one comes out in April. So they they probably, what, shot them both at the same time or something? Yeah. But, like, if Rebel Moon 2 doesn't blow the doors off of the store, like, maybe this is, like, a lot of table setting and whatever. And maybe the second one is going to be really fucking good. Mm-hmm. If it's not, like, I don't know how Zack Snyder ever directs another movie again. I mean, it'll probably get some more zombie shit. Maybe. Those could be doing decent for him. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But still, yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm like, yeah, I just don't. I just don't get it, man. So is it, is it really as directing as the, like, this is the, I feel like it's the script, right? He wrote the script, too? Yeah, but he had help. So he just don't write the script. Maybe it's like some fucking, maybe it's like uh, Wes Anderson. Yeah, just don't write the script. Just don't write it. Yeah. That's just, why you write your it. visual aesthetic is yeah, good. yeah, yeah. yeah. You need to hire a fight choreographer and a good script writer, and, mm-hmm. and you'll be yeah. off to the races. It's like, yeah, like, same thing, man. Like, you can make great-looking movies, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, it looked great from beginning to end, aside from a few special effects stuff. The the shots, the decisions you, like, you made. The costumes. Right? The, right, it's, the, all, it's good stuff. The look, the feel. It yeah. was all good. Yeah. 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 Just, uh, just get some miles to write the script. Yep. It's a podcast. That's it. Double Moon. Watch it if you want to. <laughs> Watch it if you want to, or don't. And probably don't. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'd say check it out. But until then, we did it. We're back, bitches. We're back. Love you, Rob. Love you too, Johnny. The buttons here. This is not pad thai at all. That was hilarious because it said damn. Hold on. Hold on. Damn! <laughs> da, da, damn. It's fucking hilarious. Damn! <laughs> it's like a new sound bite. Most disappointing movie I've seen in a long time. Because I was, I was kind of hyped for this one, man. Mm-hmm. I was kind of hyped for it. So was I. I wanted to be good. It looked so good in the trailers. That's when you were like, hey, you want to watch it for the podcast? But see, here's here's another reason why I don't watch the fucking trailers is because it gave away a lot of the action pieces. Like when before um, Blood Axe dude does his run up, I was like, oh, here's where he's going to run up and do this the spear you know, at yeah. the thing because I saw it in the trailer and I knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there was just certain things. It was just like, oh, mm-hmm. that was kind of ruined. But. I hope we get more stuff like this. Like I, I right? You want like more like I her. want more original IP sci-fi stuff because it's such an underused genre that can be so cool because there's no rules and you can do interesting stuff like he did where you mix the the Viking and the old school feel with spaceships and you know like you can do all that and have aliens and creatures and you know interesting wardrobe and you know cool guns and shit like that but like if the story's not good bro it doesn't fucking matter man cool point of the podcast where i brought something okay yeah yeah um i was at high bank uh at the bar working close up shop I was probably watching some soccer this guy sits down next to me with his friend he has a bag of high bank whiskey it was a barrel select he bought and I was like, he was talking to his friend and about an hour into there, like they were having like lunch. I kind of said, Hey, you know, what bottle did you get? And he said, I think he said, uh, doesn't really matter about that, <laughs> but he got a barrel select. It's not how much like, like the whiskey. So through convo, he found him. I worked at high bank and talking about whatever. And he was talking about me liking scotch. I was like, I'm not a really big scotch guy. I've had, but I haven't had any of like, I've had many scotches and he, uh, he's like, Oh man, Oban's a really great scotch. You know, you should definitely try it. I was like, Oh, I will one day, man. 
So anyway, we're talking, talking to him and his friend, and he then the guy's like, uh, he's like, hey man, he's like, all right, I'm gonna, I gotta run a bathroom real quick, guys. I'm like, cool. So we meet him, I'm talking to his friend, and then he comes back and he takes this fucking bottle out of a bag and he sets it on the bar. Oh no shit! And he's like, there you go, man. Now you can try Oban. Uh, and I'm like, dude, this is this is what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I can try it. And I'm like, that's like a hundred dollar bottle, bro. And he's like, yeah, and now you can try it. This is great. You'll let me know. Text me and tell me if you like it or not. Wow. I said that was nice. Yeah. And he bought me a bottle of Oban. So I haven't had it yet. And okay. Here, here it is, and that's the story behind it. So, so this is Oban, a 14 year single malt Scotch whiskey. It does smell malty. You get the malt. It's not bad. Definitely a ride, man. It's like a wine finish at the end there. No, it's fine. Yeah, it reminds me of like a wine, like a white wine. At the mm-hmm. end. Hell yeah, dude. Thank well, th- you. Thank you, kind sir. Thank you, sir. I know his name, so I'm going to say on the podcast. Okay, that's fine. That's acceptable. Yeah. 